This is a Diet of Brussels. What's it mean now we're in the official campaign period? As I pointed out uh, a couple of episodes ago, we've now got the designation of the uh, official campaign groups for the referendum, a uh, decision made by the Electoral Commission, uh, and we're now in the final 10 weeks of the referendum period, which is the period mandated by uh, legislation for the official campaign. Now, this means uh, a number of different things. First thing is uh, it means that there are a degree of uh, restrictions that uh, apply to various actors. Um, at the level of the media, it means that there has to be particular observance paid by broadcast media to preserving uh, balance and impartiality in its reporting. For the uh, government, it means that they are placed under a number of restrictions. And as we get closer to the uh, date itself, it means that uh, the normal uh, rules on PERDA will start to apply, whereby uh, pronouncements uh, and uh, activity that might be prejudicial to the outcome of the vote are uh, curtailed uh, or more usually stopped altogether. But the key factor really here is about uh, what, uh, who can say what uh, and who has what power. So the two key groups will be the two official uh, campaigning groups. So that's uh, Britain Stronger In for uh, Remain and Vote Leave for, well, as you can guess, Leave. They are given access to public broadcasts, uh, to, uh, they're allowed to send leaflets to every household, um, and they are given uh, a uh, the most uh, generous uh, spending limits uh, in terms of what they can spend on campaigning and other activities. And the idea here is that they should be the focus of the debate, that they should mobilise uh, individuals, they should set up discussions, and that generally they should be the life and soul of uh, what goes on. At the same time, you have the uh, setting of lower spending limits uh, for other actors. So that includes political parties. Uh, it also includes other campaign organisations. And you know, particularly if we think about the Leave side, that will be important for them that uh, Leave.eu and Grassroots Out, who were the uh, unsuccessful group uh, or joined groups, uh, will carry on doing uh, their activities uh, as they go along. The difference here is that because those spending limits are lower for those other campaigning organisations, and they will have to register as well with the Electoral Commission, it means that the uh, capacity for them to reach as many uh, voters and as many households as the official groups is that much less. Now, you should notice this as uh, we go through uh, in the next few weeks. Until now, you haven't had those restrictions. That explains why the government got out its uh, pro-membership uh, leaflet uh, pretty sharply last week. Uh, it also explains why uh, several of the uh, leave groups have been trying to spend as much money as possible very early on in the campaign. Not because they particularly thought that they uh, would have the undivided attention of the electorate, 
but more because they knew that once they got to this point, they would be constrained in what they could do. So in essence, we're now into a more uh, stylized kind of debate that, uh, at least in nominal terms, what you probably will see in the media is something that looks like balance between uh, leave and remain arguments and representatives of the two. Now, that's going to be something that's going to be policed by uh, the Electoral Commission. I'm sure it will be policed by both sides to make sure that they're not being uh, uh, given a hard time uh, in comparison to their competitors. And at the end, uh, we'll have a, a better sense once uh, uh, returns have been filed with the Electoral Commission to see quite how much uh, both sides actually used the capacities that were given to them.